0: The Lover and the Fighter podcast with Josh Cohen and Dean Thomas. Yes, indeed. This is the Lover and the Fighter podcast with Josh Cohen and Dean Thomas. I would be lover in the form of Brother Love, and he would be fighter in the form of, let me take a deep breath. There's a lot to say here. In the form of the and still UFC's king of all media. Dean's Diaries, Dana White looking for a fight, pre-show, post-show, coaches, corner commentary during, and what am I forgetting? I think that kind of covers it. Yeah. Like, More, dude, when now, dude, when you go through that, like, are you reading that like on some script in your head, or like how do you remember that? Like I can't remember. that. I just roll through the bullet points. But I tell you what, when we do the version, the premium version for UFC Fight Pass, I'll uh, I'll rattle it off: bang, bang, yeah. bang, 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 with conviction. Yeah. I hear you. Sound good. Uh, last weekend, UFC London, it was a party for the hometown and the home team in the form of Patty the Batty and Molly the Meatball. First of all, a couple cool nicknames, Patty the Batty, Molly the Meatball. They're just likable people. They're likable. They are on the come up, too. Like, I'm so proud of
1: them. I'm so happy for them that they're able to receive this level of affection and have this level of success right now.
0: Yeah, it's one thing if you're built up to be and you just can't fight, but so far they're handling their business.
1: Yeah, they're handling their business. I mean, they're doing all the work. They're handling the pressure barstool loves them i mean they're yeah. really they're really
0: doing big things well remember patty got a million dollars whatever it was from barstool and then uh because he's fighting for 13 grand the yeah. show 13 to win and then uh after ufc london a couple months ago they signed molly meatball yeah i mean
1: i remember her talking to her about it and she was like yeah i'm i don't know how, how much i'm gonna get but i know what he got so like i'm hoping could get Something. at least half
0: <laughs> yeah and, and they. And it's probably what it was right it's probably what it was um you, uh, you know both of these two personally, and you have a, a close affinity for her. You, you, you are you are very fond of me, Paul Molly. And and it, initially, when you first met her, you were scouting your fighter to fight her, right? Yeah, like
1: Jillian fought her. It was uh, Molly's. First fight in the UFC yeah. in her hometown. Right. And Jillian put her to sleep. Yeah, how about that? And then we we became good friends She's afterwards. come a long way yeah. since then. Yeah, she's come a long way since then. We, we became good friends, and now, like, I just, I love Molly McCann. I mean,
0: she's really one of my favorite human beings. They're easy people to root for. How about when your boy Matt Serra was saying, say, uh, go to work. Yeah. And she's like, we're 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 and, work, 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 Yeah. <laughs> in Long Island, it's work. For us, it's work. And B- for hers, <laughs> you can't never forget. Like, that.
1: I, I will never forget that, and I'm so glad I was able to capture that and put that out there for everybody if to you've see. Not, it.
0: Yeah, if you've not seen that, check that on Instagram or on social media. Matt, Sarah asks me, Paul, Molly, McCann. Say, uh, I got to go to work, and she's like, I got to go. <laughs> <And> he's like, <laughs> work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is uh, hilarious. It, it is was like, an, hanging out with them was an episode of The Sopranos. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. With, with that crew, with, with Matt, Sarah, and his
0: crew, and oh, the yeah.
1: meatball Molly
0: was yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> I can see was, why it was unbelievable. All right, what is the ceiling for um for me for excuse me? Let's go uh, Patty the Batty first for Patty Pimble. What is his ceiling? You know he's gonna he's gonna maybe get to the top ten, but
1: then that'll be about it. Yeah, like, he won't be able to beat many guys past a certain point. Why is that? What do you see? Just, he just not he doesn't have the defensive skills to be able to recover when they when some of the better guys put him in a bad spot. And why can't you why can't you learn those? He can learn them. I mean, he probably can get it, but I don't know if that's necessarily on his priority list. Like you that has to be on your priority list. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily know if that's on his priority list because, you know, he seems like he's having a good time. He's achieving the level of success that you would get If you like more so than guys that have that, that type of skill set. Yeah. So like he's getting everything he wants.
0: People need to remember to never confuse what's good with what's popular or in the case of fighting, who's good with who's popular They go, why does that guy get the fight? He lost to this one. You don't get it. It's business. It's business. And this kid is a brand and he's built a brand. It's a recognizable, identifiable brand. Um, And he's going to stay goofy. And hopefully he keeps that 1970s disco hair. Oh, that's not going nowhere. He's selling the wigs. Correct. So, you know, his brand is his brand. And you're telling us that he can get toward that top 10 in those guys, but unless he works on the defensive uh, aspect and not taking damages and not being uh, so exposed. And that includes being taken down.
1: Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't wrestle good enough to hang with not the yet. top uh, lightweights. Yeah. And he, does, he gets hit too much. What do you know about his work ethic? I have to assume he's got pretty decent work ethic because – He gets out of shape easily, but then he gets back in shape easily. So I have to to assume that's not healthy. Yeah. But I have to assume that he works hard to get in shape. It's not easy to do.
0: No. To get back, to get out and then get back. Right. And Molly McCann, you've actually worked out with her. Right. I worked out with her. What's her work ethic like?
1: And she's got great work ethic. She's a great student of the game. She likes to learn. She likes to try new things and likes to learn from different people. So she's a student of the game and she's. And now she's doing some traveling, too, so she's getting to experience different looks and different ideas. So she's got a higher ceiling than he does.
0: Dean has exclusive insight on both these fighters and the effect that uh, they shall and have had over on the premium version of this podcast. You can get that at UFCFightPass.com, UFCFightPass.com for the premium version. Let's move on. And out of London and into UFC 277, Live on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. And prelims are going to be on ABC as well. Uh, Amanda Nunez is the main event versus Juliana Pena. Pena the champion, yet she is a sizable underdog. at 240, 245 on the comeback. We're not going to get to a pick on this. We're not going to actually even get into too much of the X's and O's on this. But I want you to take us back to that night. In twenty sixteen, when you were cornering and coaching Amanda Nunez, as she was fighting for this belt that she held on to for five and a half years. And that was
1: against Misha Tate. Sure was. And, and I and I studied Misha heavily for this fight, and we had all the X's did. and O's covered. Oh, for the fight you studied. Yeah, her. for the fight. Oh, yeah, okay. for, for the fight. I'm not Joe Rogan. Right. In that picture. Damn. He, oh, that's my daughter. No, that's my daughter. No, but uh, you know, I studied and Amanda. You know, she did the work diligently. She did all the
0: work she needed in order mm-hmm. to, to win the belt. So yeah. she was. she's a great champion. Great champion. A champ champ held that belt from 2016 until December of 2021. It was a shocking upset on a night in which it was a crazy night, as you remember, in Team mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, but it was a shocking upset because mathematically, um, Julianna Pena was a plus 670 or whatever it was, dog. She was a huge underdog in this spot. People forgot that Amanda, in between American Top Team and her, I guess, discontent with the gym and wanting to open her own gym and train her own way, Amanda got whatever she wanted. She wanted to be champion. She was. She wanted a family. She got it. She wanted a beautiful child. She has. She has a wife and Nina. They have the house. They have the boat. They have the cars. They have all this stuff. You know, like you told us years ago, she grew up in a house with a dirt floor mm-hmm. in Brazil. And now she has everything. It's hard to find the motivation sometimes to stay. Not to get. Not to be. It's it's easier to find motivation to become champ than it is to stay and remain champ, is yeah, it not? Yeah.
1: But with her, I think she just she really likes to have fun. Mm-hmm. And when things aren't fun for her, she just checks out. It's almost like going to a job that you just you don't want to be at right. one day. And like when you're not having fun at work, you just mail it in. You're just like, Oh, I don't want to be here. I'm right. leaving. I'm taking off. And that's kinda thing what she did in that last fight.
0: Why would we believe that um it'll be different this time around? Well, because now, like you said, she's getting all those things that
1: she wants. And unlike other people that sometimes it's hard to find motivation, I think she finds motivation in having that type of symbiotic positivity in her life. So, like, when things are going good, she rides that wave of
0: positivity. So, from a nonverbal uh, perspective, you can take a look at the two combatants, Juliana Pena, who's now champion, who was almost supremely confident the first goal round. And the press conference leading up to, remember, she was – because Amanda said, well, I was injured and because they had to scrap the first goal round, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she's like, yeah, as you said the last time you were injured. Juliana Pena, you can tell, does not fear Amanda Nunez. And Amanda Nunez for – better part of seven years has put the fear of god in people Mm -hmm. and certainly when she won the belt and certainly when she knocked out ronda rousey when you guys did that in december my birthday there december 30th back in las vegas in 2016 um juliana pena does not fear amanda nunez and that's an aspect that you know you as coach and corner and psychologist you know that when you when you have them convinced that they're in trouble before the fight begins that's a tremendous advantage to have for
1: sure because when you have them convinced and then when there's that first sign of trouble then, they're, then yeah, and then now they're starting to believe that they're not that they're not supposed to be there. Yeah. And but that's not the way Juliana Pena fights. She never gives up on herself. She never quits on herself. So she's always gonna be in the fight.
0: It's gotta bother Amanda to know that she does not live inside the head of Juliana Pena. It's I, gotta bother Amanda a little bit when she stands her face to face and realizes this girl's not afraid of me like the others are. No, I don't think so. I think she,
1: I I think she'll use that as an advantage to go. She's gonna be. She's not going to run from me. She's going to be there to get
0: hit, and we're going to okay. have a scrap. Oh, I like that. All right. All right, so let's look at this card as a whole, 277 on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to ESPN Plus. In fact, get the Disney Plus bundle, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. That's the best value in all the streaming. Uh, there's an early prelim, the first fight of the night of 13, that you like in particular, Blood Diamond and your boy Orion, the galaxy that uh, hangs on the cat. Uh, Yeah, Orion Kosy from uh, yeah from uh, Men in Black.
1: Yeah, I I like that fight. I mean, it's going to lead the night off. uh, But Blood Diamond comes from a great camp, City Kickboxing, with Israel Adesanya, so he's got the pedigree and the training behind him. But I think Orion is incredibly underrated. Phil Hall or Phil Rowe, I'm sorry, Phil Rowe beat him, but said he was like the strongest guy he's ever felt. Really, I'm really looking forward to
0: seeing how this fight plays out. Three rounds. Orion Kosky, and Blood Diamond in the welterweight division. Uh, to the main card, we'll skip right ahead to the main card, the first fight on pay-per-view, ESPN Plus pay-per-view, Magomed Ankalaev and your boy, Anthony Lionheart Smith. Are you shocked that Ankalaev is a minus 550 favorite in yes, this fight? Yes, I'm shocked with that. I don't really even like that.
1: Like, if I was a betting man, I'd put it on Anthony. Really? I think that Magomed may be more talented but there's holes in his game that I know Anthony knows he has that he's intended to expose. So I actually kind of favor Anthony in this
0: fight. All right, kind of favor. We'll get the definitive on the premium content on UFC Fight Pass where this podcast continues where we go deeper into and then you get the good stuff there as well. All right, on this same card... Uh, let's jump ahead to the co-main event of the evening. Don't give me a pick on this because we'll do that over for this podcast at UFCfightpass.com. But Brandon Moreno and Kai Carr, France. Um, this is a pretty good scrap. And this is a pretty good matchup. I mean, these, two, these are two flyweights that throw
1: leather. I yeah. mean, They th- really throw down. When they, like, when they throw punches, you can hear it. And, and that's,
0: you, that's <laughs> uncommon for flyweights. I was going to say, for the division, we're not accustomed to that. This is one of those flyweights you go, somebody might get knocked out. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, Put we've, out seen, or knocked out. we've
1: seen Kai Carl France knock guys out. Like, he has that type of fight ending potential
0: in his punches. So,
1: oh, man, this is,
0: whew. Yeah, we'll get a pick on that over on the UFC Fight Pass version of this at UFCFightPass.com. But what is what, what makes Brandon Moreno special? Because he has a special quality to him. I think it's his work ethic. He's yeah. got, first off, he's got that Mexican warrior spirit, sure.
1: and you can see it in his style. But his. You can tell that he's a hard worker because he's a hard-working fighter. He works hard for every inch he gains in a fight. So everything he work, he tries to accomplish in a fight, he's working hard for it. So you could tell his work ethic in the
0: room is really unmatched. And you already know my favorite aspect of Brandon Marino is he is the world champion. And on his bio on Instagram, it merely lists him as a Funko Pop uh, figure and Lego collector. Yeah, he's a toy collector. He's great. <laughs> But doesn't, there are two toys. Yeah. There are two different kinds of toys. The main event of the evening, it will be five rounds for the Bantamweight Championship of the World. Amanda Nunez, minus 300 favorite to Juliana Pena comes back at about 240, 245 on the comeback. I was trying to search for the last time that the challenger in a title fight was such a significant favorite. And my friend Jordan Sherwood, our friend Jordan Sherwood, actually found that um, it appears to be GSP over Matt Sarah, where GSP was a minus 400 uh, favorite, or 450, as a matter of fact, I think it was, when your boy Matt got disrespected. Right. By the odds makers. Yeah. The odds makers had it right. Well, yeah, they had it right. In the rematch, at least. Uh, Amanda and Juliana Pena will get your definitive pick for this over on the premium content at Pass.com. But people should be on the lookout for what?
1: How clean this fight is. If this fight is, uh, you know, back and forth in terms of, like, space and clean, then... Uh, then that's not going to be a good sign for Juliana. But if it's like an ugly fight where it's like a lot of scrambling, then that's going to be a good sign for Juliana.
0: Interesting. Uh, That's a good one. It's a good fight card. It's available, again, on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. Make sure you subscribe or buy the bundle with Hulu and Disney Plus as well. Um, And the premium, the answer is on this, again, at UFCfightpass.com. For Dean Thomas, Brother Love saying thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time for the next episode of the Lover and the Fighter podcast.